All right, we're back. Another episode from Shibuya. Yep. The Royal Urban Moon Podcast. Yep. I'm we're Cliff. Chocolate Buddha in the house. We're here chilling on a nice, cool, end of summer eve or summer's eve. No, or it's, no it's actually it's fall. fall. Yeah, starting fall. tomorrow, fall. technically. Yeah. yeah, but anyway. So happy fall season. Happy fall season. We're chilling here in a mobile man cave, old 20 year old relic, my Chevy Astro van. All dope tricked out, and uh, we ready to roll with another fun episode. Yes, uh, for new listeners, we are a podcast that focus on the international community here in Japan, in Tokyo specifically. Uh, we have people from all walks of life on to just come and unwind and share their story, their experiences in Absolutely. Japan and you know around the world and all that stuff. So. Yeah, we got a returning guest today. Absolutely. But before we go there, hey, for all you listeners out there, show us some love by liking, subscribing, and uh, leaving them reviews, baby. You know what I'm saying? So let us know how we're doing so we could, you know, do better. All right. Introduce yourself, homie. All right. You know, I'm uh, Ocean, a.k.a. Dot Kai, member of Dosing. We were on before. What happened to the other AKAs, man? Oh, Last dude, the, the list like, is getting too long, man. You, you had like six, yeah, you had like seven AKAs. Go ahead, man. It was like AKA Young Lake, AKA Tidal <laughs> Tsunami, AKA Flood the Earth, AKA Too Wet, So Much Drip. You know, it's just a lot of names, <laughs> man. It goes forever. <laughs> hey, what hey. all them AKAs for, for man? Like, uh, to keep all them different women you've been oh, chilling with off track? All. Not at all. Not at oh, all. <laughs> All the it's it's a hide from the uh, the government, man. Oh, okay. yeah, oh, that's you know. cool. That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're listening to your phones. Yes. So, uh, we we brought Ocean on to talk about a very um, I don't know what to call that experience. I mean, I can think of many adjectives, but uh, what was frustrating? Frustrating. Enlightening. <laughs> Enlightening. <laughs> Go all across the board, right? Yeah. yeah. I guess before we get started, this episode is dedicated to all you motherfuckers that. Like to throw hands, and you'll, you know, like to throw hands, get into fights and shit. Uh, you know, things yeah, just don't work out that way here in Japan. Yeah, there's, there's definitely definitely a lesson to be learned here Absolutely. by listening to this so episode. Just take a listen, and like I said, you know, shit you getting away with in the States, for example, uh, they're a little bit stricter here, but anyway, yeah, this but, brother will explain. Yeah, go ahead and share, yeah, your, share your, it with us. It's your Global Japan fam, Daisha, and you are listening to the Raw Urban Mobile Podcast from my favorite corner in the world, Shibuya, Tokyo, Japan. All right, so uh, basically, you know, it was around last summer, I think, just a little like before September, I got into uh, an incident, and I'll go into more detail about that in a second, but, um, you know, I had a little incident that the police got involved and it resulted with me having to pay uh, what 300,000 yen to some asshole and uh, that's about 3,000 US dollars right and it was just really stupid you know and I had to go through uh, like a long drawn out process involving the police the public prosecutor uh, getting lawyers all over like something really really simple so you, you want me to start with like just yeah, start anywhere. Start. So yeah, so basically, um, how it went down. We were we were out one night. There's a couple friends. I think it was about seven or eight of us. So the the night starts with us, you know, going to see some events. You got some friends DJing. I think it was a, uh, you know, they used to have the Amiba TV screen down in Harajuku, and so we're checking that out. We're at Nubian, uh, and then we decide, you know, we want to try to maybe work on some music or something. So we we tried to book a studio, couldn't find one. So we're like, we'll just go to Yogi Park. You know, said it was kind of nice out, sit with the laptop. And um, we go there, and within like five minutes of getting in the park, uh, I should say that the group was made up of about, I think maybe four black people, uh, two or three Asian people, and then like two brown girls. So it was like seven or eight, somewhere around there. But, um, so you know, pretty foreign mix. And uh, like within five minutes of being in the park, police run up and start bothering us. Hey, hey, stop, stop. Uh, we need to check you, we need to check you. 
I'm like, why, why do you need to check us? So I'm like, just keep walking, you know? So they keep trying to get in the way, of course. And they have this little tactic, right? This little divide and conquer. Well, they'll run up with like two or three people and they'll split you all up as more of them keep coming. And then they'll start surrounding off one or two people so that you can't move. Because legally, you, uh, you don't have to let them search you. But they're going to make sure that they can search you if they want to search you, you know? Especially considering I think you have to legally show them like some form of identification. But you don't have to let them search you. It's weird because by the time you take out your ID, they're just going to hold it, right? But anyway. Um, now, n- n- not to cut you off, yeah. um, that's, that's even happened to us uh, while podcasting in the streets of Tokyo. Absolutely. Um, yes. Yeah, we, we had a few incidents with the police. I mean, it's, you know, I guess the upside is that we're in Tokyo, we're in Japan, so um, we're not in America where, you know, where our, our lives are pretty much in danger at that point, yeah. you know. It's definitely not as scary of it's, an experience. Yeah, yeah it's just yeah. more annoying, you it know. Just, yeah, exactly. That's what you, it's the perfect way to put it. It's very annoying, you know. Very yeah, annoying. I mean, they're very courteous when they search you. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, when they searched us, our experience with it and, you know, uh, but it, at the same time, this motherfucker like to fuck around with him. And yeah, oh, that's yeah. What you got to do. Know, man. You got to give him a hard time. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know, I just I don't really give him a hard time, but I just joke and laugh with him and and um, make light of it because I don't want to get frustrated with them mm-hmm. uh, because it it's not going to escalate uh, to the point to where it would in the U.S. Yeah, where you know, course. especially us being black men, yes. you know, may end up getting a bullet in us or something like that, or end up mm-hmm. getting beat down over over something but um yeah every time they searched us it's you know everything was cool you know they searched it is it inconveniences you but at the same time once they go through their search and i usually just laugh and joke with them and and soon as soon as they stop us i know exactly what to do you know hey open the hood open the doors you know open up the the oh they're searching the car for you guys yeah yeah yeah, they're searching the car and they're searching our bodies and stuff Mm. so yeah they do uh they do search you Mm. You know, and, and if you're a foreigner, make sure you have your ID on you. But anyway, go ahead, my brother. Oh, so, yeah, um, that time it's like, you know, they did a little divide and conquer technique. And um, they're like, oh, you guys are we're smoking weed. We smelled weed. I'm like, We've been in the park five minutes, man. No one's smoking no weed. No one's smoking anything. We just walked in the park to, you know, do some work, like I said originally. And we're like, look, we got the laptops. We were trying to set up and just do this. So after, you know, them being just persistent and annoying, like you said, like eventually you just you know make jokes and let them finish up right and they're like okay sorry go ahead and um but yeah, they, and they always bow and shit and yeah they're like oh you know, thank you very much oh, sorry oh, for yeah, the inconvenience yeah, yeah. like yeah. oh now you're sorry yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like but, it's like it's like as a black man how can you get i mean you can't really be too upset you yeah know? i know because they're so fucking courteous if you put man. it in comparison to the states but it's still annoying and it still shouldn't happen but go ahead well i think it, like, it annoys me even more when i'm like because I've actually had, this is a bit of a you know tangent, but I've had times where I'm explaining and I'm like, this is racist. I don't see why you don't see it's racist. And then like, actually, this ha- this did happen this time too, I, okay. like, but a little later in the story. But um, they're just like, oh, no, nah, no, nah, it's just a dangerous area. I was like, all right, why don't you stop that white guy? Stop that white guy. Why did you only stop the black people over here? You know? And they're like, oh, 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 I'm so sorry. Like, yeah. And then they, they hit the little, they start getting really polite. That's why the politeness, I'm just like, it's kind of bullshit. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It's just like, it's that uh, tatemai. But um, anyway, so with this this one, this incident was weird though because normally it does just end after that. You know, uh, I've even had times where I've been searched, walked up the street, they tried to search me again. I'm like, your boys just searched me. And then they're just like, oh, okay, bye. But this time they searched us and then they kept following us, which was weird. So we get a little farther in the park and we find like a nice spot to sit down. And um, I mean, of course we see that they're following us. So we're like, all right, let's sit down, just do our thing, you know, try to ignore them. Maybe they're just going to keep walking past us. So they come back up again, and this time they got a few more people. And they're like, you guys have to wait here. And we're like, why? And they're like, we have to wait on uh, the lead detective from the department to come. Wow. And check you guys out. And we're just like, what the mm-hmm. hell? Like, And so at this point, you know, they've checked their IDs, they've searched us, and they've got us sitting here. And it was like, what the heck? So we started getting upset at this point, you know, and... Um, mm-hmm. We're getting on Instagram and all that, taking videos, putting out there like, yo, this is messed up, you know, getting profiled and uh, getting harassed. Wow. And uh, the, the detective does eventually get there. He's a short, grizzly, kind of sweaty looking motherfucker. But uh, he mm-hmm. comes up and he's just like, 
You know, like you watch like the crime dramas. There's like the the bad cop. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah like yeah. The, and the, the the greasy guy who's just like eating donuts. It's like really cliche, <laughs> but he's like he gets things done because his grit and he's he's like a kind of a bad guy who's not afraid to bend the rules. That was this guy. So it, wow. he seemed like it was so weird. And uh, it was him, and then like this other um, this this lady uh, detective, and um, you know they try to pull the same go cop back up bullshit. They do that out here still. She's like, oh yeah, I'm so sorry. I was like, this is really racist. This is when I was explaining to her, and she's like, yeah, it is kind of messed up. You know, I, I tried to explain it to them, and then the other guys just like, you guys need to show your IDs. What are you guys doing out here? Why are you even out here this late at night? And we're like, man, it's like, well, when it started, it was like 10 o'clock. Like you know, at this point, it's been maybe an hour. It's like 11. We're like we're out here because. You got us out here still, you know? Yeah. We're just like, it's not last train yet. Like, they're like, oh, you can't be up to anything good. It's some BS, man. Wow, so, he said all that? Yeah, wow. dude, just, it was some BS, man. Yeah, we never experienced that. So yeah. he, he was, because this isn't like just a normal cop. Like, this guy's not wearing the blue okay. suit or anything. He's like in a in a shirt and like a, a blazer and just gotcha. some jeans. Like, he's just chilling. Like chilling. They, so maybe he's annoyed because he had to get out of the office or something. I don't know, but yeah, you think he Alonzo from Training Day and shit? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so so nigga had to Japanese Alonzo. Yeah. So this time was weird though, because they of course they check us again, and I'm like, this is BS, and they check our IDs again. But this time they don't just like look at the ID, you know how they normally would. Mm -hmm. They take pictures and they copy everything down. So that's really important to like what happens later, because eventually they, they do just leave us alone. Okay. And we're like, you know what? We're just gonna leave. Like we were just trying to come out here work on some music on our laptops whatever we're gonna go home so um we leave the park and on the way back you know we stop at a combini because i think we had like 30 minutes to last train so uh we were like all right let's just you know let's get a little drink to end the night um everybody say peace out and split up from here so you know we're, we're sitting outside the combini having a drink um i was one of my friends he actually he, he's also a rapper and he was like, hey, man, you want to freestyle real quick? You know, uh, so I was like, yeah, it's Bust a Quick Freestyle. We're doing that, having we're having a good laugh. There's a there's like a bar next door, some Japanese people out there. They were having a good laugh about it, too. They're mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, umai, like, you know, all that type of stuff. Yeah. And then, um, so this is where, like, the incident really heats up, is then this guy, this older guy, maybe mid middle-aged, 45 or something, walks up with his, like, younger friend who's maybe in his late 20s, and then uh, this girl who's also a little older. And from the start, he's just cursing all, like, like what was he saying like urusai gaijin this and kuso gaijin that and just i'm just like yo the man just came in with the energy like that this gets in our face he's like you need to get out of here you guys are being loud and annoying and i'm like uh you know these people so, over here so after the cops left you guys stayed there no we, we had oh, left we, the park we left the, the park yeah, yeah okay went to the convenience on the way back oh, you saw, that's right train, my, yeah. fault, my fault my fault so um for our listeners convenience is a convenience store basically yeah i guess yeah. I guess I got mixed up because you said the the dude Japanese dude say Urusai and, and yeah. So this was like a different Japanese guy. Okay. So this is the guy like the main conflict happened with. So you guys are just like talking is why why he said yeah we just like we're just kicking it outside the combini. Okay, I, yeah. I I was thinking music when he said Urusai, but oh no, I mean yeah, we were freestyling yeah, a bit, yeah. but like okay. it's like it wasn't like we had like any speakers or anything. Gotcha, just, gotcha, gotcha. So I'm sorry. um. And as you know, like chilling yeah. outside of Combini is yeah. pretty normal. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, so he comes up and he's doing all that, and I'm like, uh, well, these these guys right over here, you know, right next door at this bar, I'm like, we asked them if we were being too loud. They were fine. They think it's funny. They're like enjoying like us chilling here and talking to them and freestyling or whatever. And um, so this guy, he's like, no, nah, he's just getting really aggressive, getting getting in my face. So at this point, like, we're kind of bumping chest. And like starting to yell at each other a bit, and I was like, "You should just go away." And uh, in Japanese, I'm like saying, "Okay, you should just go home, go away." And he's like, "Like, no, you're being loud, you're being annoying." Uh, like, using keeps using the word gaijin. Yeah. And then um, I was just, you know what? Nah, can't do this. Yeah. It's like back off. And then he like you know mumbles some stuff, and he walks away with his people too. So I, at that point, I think it's like uh, it's over. Um, and then he turns around, <laughs> gets like the end of the, to the corner, turns back around, comes back. Starts going at it again. And uh, at this point, uh, I turned to his friend and I was like, you know what? Listen, I'm sorry about all this. We'll leave. I'm sorry if you guys thought we were being loud. It's like, I don't want any trouble. And I shake his friend's hand and I apologize. I'm like, you know, sorry. The girls with him do the same thing. I go to shake his hand, the, the main guy who was kind of antagonizing things from the start. And uh, he just kind of like bats my hand away and was like, no. And it keeps, like, just saying shit that's annoying. So then at that point, this one girl that was with us, she's like, oh, that's fucked up. And she starts filming. And she's like, oh, that was super messed up. Look, he's being, like, racist. And, you know, just filming to have, like, the footage just in case. He gets kind of upset about that, I guess. And he starts 
trying to grab at her camera. So he's like swinging at it and coming close to her. So I step in between him and her and I push him away one-handedly to the chest. Uh, he does this grand stumble backwards and makes himself roll over on his back and over his head. <laughs> and at that point I was like, oh shit, this motherfucker was trying to antagonize something. He's faking an injury right yeah. now. He just tried to make that look like the biggest it fall he's had in his life. Like someone needs to call life alert for this dude. So I was like, you know what? All right, let's go. Let's roll out. Just start walking away immediately, you know? But um, I guess everyone, it was quite a big group at that point, right? It was like eight people, um, and not everybody heard me. So this is where it really should have ended, right? Any other night, something like that happens, you walk away, probably would have been okay. You know, they're gonna, he might call the police, and they're like, some foreigner pushed me, but what are they going to do, right? This night, there's two things that made this go really bad. Is one, I had a dumbass with me, so don't bring dumbasses with you when you go out and you yeah. chill, you know? Be, be wary of your the people around you. And uh, two, the police had just stopped us earlier yes. and taken all our information down. Yeah. Which also was odd, you know, because they don't normally take pictures and all that stuff. So um, I walk away, and then about an hour later, I get a call from one of my friends who hadn't come with us. And she was like, hey, um, this other dude, I'm going to just leave his name out. He's like, he's in jail. And I'm like, what happened? And she's like, well, after you left, he slapped the other guy i'm like the guy who tried to you know grab your camera who i pushed he's like no 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 he slapped his friend oh. i was like his friend wasn't even doing anything so he just slaps him in the face uh <laughs> and the lady that was with him calls the cops and lo and behold we're still close enough to the park right that the same cops that come uh. are the ones who are just there so they uh, they take dude in the, the dumbass mm -hmm. who slapped the guy and uh, they asked, you know, the Japanese guy, oh, what happened? And he was like, oh, at the time I had, like, my long blonde hair still. And he was like, this this kid with, like, long blonde hair was with them too. And I guess he had said we were trying to, like, I don't know, jump them or rob them or something, which I'll tell you about that later when I was talking to police. But um, he was like, yeah, there was this other guy. So then they're, I guess they were just like, oh, yeah, we know who that is. So she was, she was telling me, like, um, yeah, maybe you want to, like, just you know, go home and chill out. So I kind of just stayed inside for a few days and um, – Spent the next, like, two weeks or so just kind of, you know, yeah, laying step, low. Laying low, yeah. <laughs> and uh, eventually, I guess idiot number one had um, snitched on me because the police just pull up in my house one day. Yeah, I'm going to say, how the yeah. fuck did they so, catch you? Yeah. Exactly, because, you know what, even at the time, I just moved to this new share house, and um, mm -hmm. I didn't have my, my address registered either. Mm -hmm. So there was really no way they could have known where I was unless this dude had snitched on me. Now, hold on. I, I, I got to ask you this question. Yeah. Is he a brother? Yeah, he was a brother. Ah, uh, sadly, but uh, yeah, <clears throat> confused brother. He he got to yeah. work out some identity issues. Damn. But all right, go ahead. Oh, so he's the one that snitched on you. I'm yeah, I'm pretty sure he's the one that snitched on. Oh, you. okay. And it's well, it's that's that's too. not uncommon even in the states, man. Once the police separate motherfuckers, yeah. you know what I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> and start and start threatening them with time or whatever, you know, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna talk. Start talking, yeah. And it's sad too because this is I don't know if y'all remember this is the dude I also. Um, I started to go fund me for him when he was in jail. Because when he got arrested for this, because no matter what he did, even just for a slap, he was detained for, what, 11 days? And we actually, like, some of our friends tried to go see him to check on him, and they wouldn't let them. So no matter what, that's... Oh, so he, like very, he was detained for 11 days? Yeah. Yeah, because normally when Japanese arrest you, they could detain you for up to... Up to 21, right? 21 days, yeah. And then they can renew that. But, yeah. Um, yeah. He got and out that, of And that's without, with, without the right to see a lawyer, right? Um, I think the first two or three days you don't have to see a lawyer, but you can request it. I know that's how eventually we got in contact with him, mm. was he had gotten a lawyer appointed from the police, and then the lawyer contacted his mom, who contacted his sister, who then realized through Instagram who we were and contacted us. It was a very mm. long chain. You couldn't contact him directly. He wasn't allowed to contact anybody else. Only his lawyer was allowed to make contact, right? So um, this guy actually at the time, like no matter what, how stupid it was that he slapped this guy, um, mm. I still think that you shouldn't be detained for uh, like that long for yes. slapping someone. And it was going to be longer. The only reason he got out was because I was able to raise the money on GoFundMe mm. and um, give that to his lawyer. And his lawyer, he he basically did something similar like what happened to me where he just paid the guy $3,000 and got out. But in his case, I mean, I, mean, it's, I think the GoFundMe still up. It's still all there. That, like, you know, he's... He slapped the guy and then um So he actually up, uh, you said he so he from in your earlier the earlier incident with the other Japanese guy, yeah. you just kinda pushed him. I just him, pushed him away, yeah. And, and then he, I left. he fell back and So I wasn't even there yeah, when this yeah, happened. Yeah. So it's like um of course like after you know, after the fact I hear the full story. Yeah. But even just the night of like everyone was 
realistically, when they call me, they are all kind of they're like, ah, I think he's, I think he slapped him, or maybe him and the other guy, you know, no one yeah. knew for sure. But yeah, later on, you know, in post, we realized, yeah, so he had slapped this guy. But it, it, like, like I said, regardless, it's the the punishment for that was it's a little too much. Um, but yeah, so anyway, I, I raised this guy this money, and he got out, and um, but then I go in. <laughs> so you said, so you said they came to your house. Yeah, they came to my house. So they came to my house one day, and um, this is why uh, this I, I don't remember. This is quite a while ago. It's about a year, right? So I don't remember if he had gotten out yet at the time, mm-hmm. or if he was. I think he had gotten out, and he had to leave the country because his visa was gonna be up in like one day. Wow. So he got out just in time to go, you know, do the visa run thing. Gotcha. Um. So yeah, he he wasn't around anymore. But um, yeah, the police came to my house and they uh, they came into my share house without a warrant, and came to my door and woke me up. It was pretty early in the morning. So they just knocked. Yeah, and I opened it, and then it's just that short motherfucker with the same. Yeah, he's like, Ocean, and I was like, I mean, immediately I'm just like I'm groggy, but I was like, I have my do rag on, so maybe you won't recognize me. I was like, who? Yeah. He's like, nah, you're Ocean. Yeah, and like turns the picture around. I'm like, God damn it. This shit shit sounds like a movie to me, man. (laughs) Sounds like a fucking setup, you know? Yeah, I'm just saying saying? because... Maybe, maybe, I mean, the the way it sounds like, yeah, like a a movie because... Because we're in Japan and we don't... Yeah. This is not like It seemed like those guys were sent to uh, antagonize you or some shit like that. But let me get this straight. Mm -hmm. Now, the guy that you just softly, gently pushed away... I wouldn't say... Gently, but it was just a one-handed push. Yeah. All right, it you, wasn't you, like the craziest push. It was. Oh, okay, but it was separate, it was a yeah. push to just let him know, hey, to back right. off this girl, and, yeah. and then he uh, then he tumbled around, did somersaults, and yeah. this, that, and the other, right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, when they came after you, were they coming after you because of that incident with that guy, or were they coming after you because you happened to be there when your boy slapped? Uh, they were coming after me because of that incident. And well, he, he wasn't with the boy when he slapped. Yeah, I wasn't. But they yeah, didn't. yeah. You you wasn't with them, but people knew you were there. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, somebody so, said that Ocean yeah. was yeah. yeah the blonde the guy with the blonde hair was there, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's why I was assuming that maybe it was because of that you were like an accessory or some shit. Okay. Well, see, I don't even know in post like actually what might have been said to them because of course at the time I'm thinking oh my boy's got my back right. And then I realized after the fact, okay, he's the one who told them my address. I don't know what he told them to try to maybe save his ass. Like, mm-hmm. oh, no, it was all this other guy or whatever. Because they came in with a completely different story. And I'll get into that in a second. I actually had a very interesting conversation with the police later on where uh, it went. It almost, you know, I almost thought I was good for a second. But basically what happened was that when they, I'll try to speed up a bit. I realize I'm dragging it a bit. But um, when they came to my apartment and it was that greasy, short dude and um, then the, the chick again, and then this time they had a translator guy, just in case. And um, he was like, yeah, it's you. Oh, we want to talk to you about this incident the other day. First thing I hit is, hey, Dejo, uh, arimasuka. You know, like, do you have a warrant? And they're like, uh. And I was like, why are you in my house? Yeah, exactly. Like, uh. I was like, yeah, you got to leave. They're like, oh, um, well, you know, we got to talk to you. And I was like, I have work. Yeah. Like, I, at the time I was working at Rakuten. Yeah. And I was like, I got to go to work soon. And they're like, oh, you know, we could take you to work. I was like, I'm not trying to get dropped out of work out yeah. of a cop car. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was like, and uh, also, like, what the hell do I look like believing you? Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. you know, yeah, I'm getting that car and not get seen again for like a month. Yeah. But, right. Um, so I just, it's a, it's, it keeps being a back and forth, like, for like 10, 15 minutes. Like, just, uh, no, we can take you to work. Oh, just talk with us for a minute. You know, we can walk to the station with you. And me being like, you don't have a warrant. Get out of my house. You don't have a warrant. Get out of my house. And uh, eventually it gets to the point where they're like, all right, we'll leave. If you agree to come and talk to us at a later date. And I was like, all right, I'll come in on Friday. Um, they're like, all right, sign this paper saying you'll do that. So I do that, and they finally leave. I give them about 30 minutes because I'm worried they're going to, like, wait outside and jump me or something. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then I go to work, right? Uh, so I, I come in that Friday. Um, word of advice, you know, always look very professional. I wore a suit. <laughs> went into the police station in a suit. Yeah. And... Um, you know, they, they are telling me, like, the, the one detective I was talking to at the time, he's like, you know, it's going to be a short interview. We're just going to ask you about what happened. Very different energy from the other guy, right? Gotcha. And um, they, they definitely still do that. What, what, was, what is that method they used to use in New York, like, back in the late 80s, early 90s? You know, that they, they kind of, it's outlawed now. Basically, like, the... Kind of like the good cop, bad cop, but to that extreme. Mm. Uh, yeah. On the interrogation? Yeah, where like they'll have one guy, you know, just be really like a dickhead and yeah, yeah, yeah. rough good you cop, up a bit. Yeah, good cop, bad cop, yeah. So, 
Yeah, they they do that still out okay. here. So they have the first guy with me. He's like, hey, man, this sounds like a big mess. You know, like, uh, you, need, you need some tea. You need water or anything. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. He's like, is it too hot? He's like, we got a translator for you. I mean, at this point, you realize I can speak. So I was like, all right, you know, um, we can use the translator just to make sure everything's it's good. So, and the, the translator's like, oh, this is like, this is silly, man. Like, they're all acting like they're on my side. And then you have the one guy come in. He's like, you know, that's not what I heard. And he's putting the hand down. They just, it's like, man, this is like a movie. What the yeah, hell? Yeah, right? like, like, I think they think this might, this probably spooks Japanese people. I've heard about, you know, the forced confessions and stuff that yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, uh, that's I know why the one, they have a 99% conviction rate. Exactly. Yeah. Like, this is the one, the famous one with that lady who they, uh, they made her confess to setting a fire and killing her children or something. When she had nothing to do with that, I think she was recently released, like about yeah. A she years did ago. what about twenty years or yeah, some shit. It's yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah. So it happens here, in Japan yeah. too. But she said they just kind of psychologically beat her down until she said, "I did it. Let me out, please." It's it's interesting how they don't convict rapists though. But that, that's a yeah, whole yeah. that's a whole yeah, other episode. episode. Their laws yeah. on rape are so loose and like yeah. So I, I go in. Um, basically, uh, they're telling me I'm like, yo, I got to still go to work at some point right and um they're like oh this would be like an hour or so we're just gonna ask questions figure out what happened the nice guy at least was uh i, I was there for about six or seven hours <laughs> and um yeah it'd be a short in, short interview right? yeah it's <laughs> like not really man oh it was hilarious i'm not getting i'm get the little details of this real quick yeah basically so it started with me just telling them my side and then the one guy was like he had a lot of like oh that's what happened oh that's not what we even heard we didn't even know about that part wow it's a lot of that happening you know and then you have the other guy like man i don't know this, you sure like this other guy was saying this you know and then like one big thing that was that came up he was like you know the guy you pushed said that he said that you grabbed him and like violently launched him into the ground and that he he got an injury to his head that took two weeks to heal and he even brought in a medical certificate and i was like what when did he bring it in i was like <laughs> he's like yeah he brought it in like two days later or something i was like what the you gonna let this man just have time to go forge or pay for like a fake he was like you guys didn't put him in an ambulance when he was there like oh, i mean well we got to the scene and everyone seemed all right so i was like why the fuck do you think yeah a- anyway so um yeah so it's he's saying that and the other guys like ah well um you know your, your friend was saying that um you guys were just rowdy being rowdy and roughing people up and stuff and i'm like what the? who would even say that about themselves like so it's just a lot of like back and forth like that. A lot of them saying things like, uh, "Oh, are you sure you guys weren't out robbing people? You know, you sure you weren't out jumping people? You know, we've got files on you and all your friends here, and like, like you guys keeping tabs on us? Like, yeah, make a make a dude feel special, all right? <laughs> <laughs> like, but um, this is a lot of that. And then they, uh, the f- a fun part of that was um, at some point they were like, "Let's go reenact it." And so they got, like, a couple different detectives that were chilling around. They took us all outside. They reenacted yeah. this shit? And it's like, they weren't even being, like, mean at this point. They were just like, all right, like, tell us who we are. So I'm over here, like, we're outside in the parking lot. I'm like, all right, you're me, you're him. Serious? You're her, you're this other person, and this is how it happened. And then they're like, ah, oh, like, I'm, like, telling, like, oh, yeah, you know, I pushed the guy with one hand, and I'm showing him, like, my height, my, like, natural extension of my arm. He's like, ah, oh, he's like, ah, oh, Tashkani, like, his arm does reach that area yeah okay this makes sense and then they, they take me back inside and then um you know they do some talking and then they bring me downstairs for everybody who thinks that japan is super low tech with the police because i thought this before too you know because they might take some pictures with the digital camera or whatever yeah. they got all the high tech downstairs like, they took me downstairs they had the camera that takes like 18 different angles at once they had the dna and fingerprint machine they had all that stuff so they threw me in all that and while they're doing it though i can hear outside like one guy's like um Man, this guy's his story is like fully like it's got a lot more detail than anyone has said so far, and uh, it's different. It's just telling like a different narrative, and it still makes sense. I think he's like I think he's innocent. I don't think he did anything. And the other guys like so he nah. said that. Yeah, so you got one cop saying that, and they're outside and they're saying it. And I'm like um, I'm just listening in, and then the other guys like Nah, man, I don't believe it. Like uh, I, th- I think he did. I think he tried to hurt this people. This this person. I think he's like out here hurting people. And the other one's like ah, I don't know, man. So. Uh, I don't know if they did that on purpose. Yeah, it's just like, it's like to psychologically, yeah, it's like fuckery. It's like what, like, and I'm just, I'm just trying to imagine myself just. I just sweaty, man. I was just sitting there like it was hot, and uh, it's getting to the point where I'm worried. I'm like, are they gonna? Because I this whole yeah. time I don't know. Are they just gonna 
Yeah. Tamey, are they you know? just fucking with you and letting you go, or is it going to be something serious? Exactly, yeah, right? Yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm trying to be agreeable, and, um, you know, I'm, I keep stressing the fact that I'm like, hey, I do have a job. You know, I do work at, like, a reputable company. I need to go yeah. as soon as possible. And uh, I ended up, you know, missing work that day because I was there until about 5, 6, maybe. So what screen. What did you tell your job at that? Oh, uh, I just told them I was sick. Okay, got yeah. you. But, um... With uh, with the police, how it ended up happening is after that, you know, they come back up and then the guy basically tells me, he's like, listen, um, no matter whether you like intended to cause injury or not, this guy says he was injured, so you basically need to apologize for it. And um, I was like, nah, I'm not, I'm not gonna like apologize for something I didn't do. And he's like, listen, if you don't apologize, we're just gonna end up sitting here longer. So uh, what I did is, uh, I said. I did not do anything with any intent to harm anyone. I only acted in defense of this girl and in self-defense of myself because this dude was trying to attack us. But if anyone happened to be injured in the process or in the situation, it's really unfortunate that happened. And I'm sorry that things ended up turning out that way. They tried to translate it differently. We went back and forth because I could read what these guys are writing. So mm. they type it up and you're like, how does this sound to the translator? And the translator's reading it. I was like, no, 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 no. Go back over that last part. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. that's not what that says. Yeah. So I, I finally get them to change it. And um, at least I, I, I guess it was good enough. It's still, you know, in the end, it's like you're apologizing. So one thing I would say is uh, you can weigh your options here if you're like a person in a situation like this in Japan. If you're apologizing, they're going to say it's your fault. And I learned that later. Gotcha. Um, no matter what. It's your fault. They don't care if you say the word self-defense, anything like that. If you're a foreigner and you're apologizing, it's your fault. But also, they're not going to let you out of that room until they get their statement and their apology. Mm. So if you have, like, resources to access a proper lawyer and you've got the time and you don't mind maybe having to sit in a detention cell for a day or two, you should just say your story and shut up, stop talking. Gotcha. Um, I personally, you know, I had to go to work, things like that. Um, didn't have those resources, so I just wanted to get out of there. Um, and that, that did come back to bite me in the ass a little bit. So they, they did let me out after that, and um, I thought it was done at that point. Mm-hmm. And um, so this at that point, I was like, what, August, maybe early September. I get a phone call in December, like randomly, and it's like this guy, this it's the public prosecutor I find out. And he's like, is this Ocean? I'm like, uh, yeah. And he's like, oh, um, so would you be willing to pay a uh, settlement fee on to this, to, I forgot what the guy's name, I probably shouldn't say his name. Yeah, either. yeah. But um, to, to Mr. So-and-so uh, about surrounding this case. And I'm like, what would are you Would you be so- willing? No, I wouldn't. Yeah, I'm like, what are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, nah, I already talked with the police about this and uh, I'm innocent. <laughs> you know, as far as I know, I'm innocent. As far as anybody else knows, I'm innocent. And um, he goes, ah, well, you know what? If you don't in the next, uh, if you don't decide to pay this settlement fee in the next week, I am going to convict you with the full force of the law and make sure you get tried for um, like heavy assault or something like that. I don't know. It was like something that is like carries like up to a year in prison or something. Oh, wow. So I was like, wait, what the hell? So I immediately, I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm yeah. calling, I'm calling, um. Hotelasu, uh, trying to get legal service and all that. Um, have like an, I, I get like an advising with a lawyer, and the lawyer like listens to what I said. And it's just like a, this is one of those free lawyers, so he's like, I mean, it wouldn't be free if I hired him, but free advisement like um, sessions. And he was just like, uh, yeah, dude, like, I, he's like, I believe you, but you're pretty much screwed. Like, you just should pay the money. It's gonna be more trouble than it's worth. And I was like, well, nah, that's, that can't and, be. And, you know, you just reminded me of an episode we did a while back with a lawyer, um, Barrister. Yeah, Barrister. He practices. He, he's a Jamaican barrister. Oh, okay, sick. In here, and um, the name of that episode is, uh, what is that called? The Blunt Truth. And he, in the episode, he basically said in his experiences of, of working here and, and working on cases that they, they're not going to help you. The lawyers are not going to fight for you. And the lawyers will always say, ah, Muzukashi. Yes, exactly. Have. Nah, dude. Like, and it's because the whole the whole system is so tied up in itself. Like, we think we have, like, some 
some kind of uh, institutional issues with our justice system in America when it comes to you know like things like Supreme Court Supreme Court judges having like uh, basically infinite you know seating positions and all that stuff until they die, right? Yeah. But um, no, here it's like super messed up because basically the the prosecutors and the lawyers and the court judges all rely on each other. Exactly. So they're all working on the same team. There should be some sort of competitiveness in that exactly. area, right? Yeah, and, and that's what he said. And he's basically said that they're not going to go, and especially if you're a foreigner, they're not going to go against first their country yeah. and, and the law. You know, because so. it's gonna, it's just gonna. I, I almost feel bad for them because it's like it's just gonna backfire on them. Yeah, exactly. I, I know for a fact. Like I'm, I was reading into like some of the workings of the justice system when I was going through this, and I was like, well, it seems to me basically, if a lawyer even tried to stand up for me, he's probably gonna get shit from the prosecutor oh, later. Course. He's gonna get shit from the judges. Of the police are gonna like really make it hard for him and any of his cases going forward he's not gonna and they don't have double jeopardy here either he'd probably so, get demoted somehow or something. he's shit. never he's not gonna get his next like bar renewal whatever yeah, the equivalent exactly. is like yeah it's gonna come back on him so um i'm talking to this guy though and he he was basically like yeah just just give up yeah <laughs> right? just give up basically. and um luckily i got put in touch with this really really helpful guy named alfred um he he lives out in Osaka. He runs like um, he helps with like uh, some nonprofits that help support foreigners when they're in situations like these. Mm-hmm. And um, he put me in touch with a great lawyer in Osaka who ended up helping me out. Now the, the difficulty with that was, of course, the lawyer couldn't come up here in person. So we had a bit of a talk, and I still ended up just paying the settlement fee. But at least this guy didn't just tell me like, "Oh, just give up. You know, you're gonna lose." He heard my story and he said, "We can fight this, and I think you can win." And he's like, but I'm out here in Osaka. Uh, if we do this, one, I'm going to have to come up there. And I'm like, he's like, I'm not going to charge you like exorbitantly, right? But uh, it will cost money, you know, for to fight that. It'll cost time. He's like, and they can immediately, once they um, decide to indict you, they can detain you. And they can, you might not have your trial for up to a year, right? So you might just be put into like detainment for a year while you're waiting for this trial that you may or may not win, right? But um, so he's like, it's it's gonna cost more. It's gonna cost more time. And then even if you do win, there's no double jeopardy. So they might just try to try you again. So he was like, you know, it's I'm. He's like, I'll talk to the prosecutor. We'll try to get the lowest cost, and we'll make sure it disappears if you pay it. Point is that this guy was also great because um, any other lawyer I was looking at was gonna cost at least three thousand dollars in themselves. And this guy, he really worked with what I could do and it was because of Alfred also you know Alfred was like you know he's a young guy you know he's just he's working a modest job modest pay so he was basically like what can you afford and I was like I can afford this and he's like I'll do it for that so that was nice of him and you know he he handled it he talked to the prosecutor Uh, the prosecutor finally got off my back I just realized I skipped a really big important part of that story so about the prosecutor yeah after the first call and after the first advisement with the lawyer before I talked to this new lawyer from Osaka and Alfred um, I had actually tried to you know I tried to take it into my own hands and I set a meeting with the prosecutor in person because I was like listen I think you've got the whole thing mixed up let me come talk to you can you guys make sure there's a translator on deck I want a third party translator I got somebody from a university I don't want a police translator etc you know and um because on the phone his translator was uh was like changing my words he I would say something and he would say it like a really rude way or like something just completely different. And I'd have to be like, yo, 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 that's not what I just said. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, and then you see it be like, oh, fine. And he'd say it again. I'm like, what the hell type of like operation are y'all running? But um, anyway, so I pull up to the to the interview with the prosecutor and I'm expecting some sensible guy because he's not a police officer. Right. I'm expecting All right, I'm going to get someone who's neutral, who's going to handle this. And he's and I come in, he's, he's a younger guy, too. So I was like, all right, score. All right. This guy's going to be nice and fair. He's going to hear me out. Um, I sit down and this guy just immediately starts going in on me. He's like, how dare you do this type of shit in my country? All that stuff like that. I'm trying to tell him what happened. I'm like, listen, no, 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 no. I didn't do that. He's like, did you or did you not like injure this man and like cause him to get a head injury? I was like, I didn't. And then he starts, he like slamming the table. He's like, yeah. why are you lying to me? I'll send you to jail right now. Starts like, and then like, I'm like, no, listen, dude. And I just told him the whole story again. And I'm telling the, even like the, the translators just like, you know, telling the story as I'm telling it to and um dude just picks up his fucking books and just throws them on the, t- the desk he's like stop he's like stop messing with me man I can I'm gonna get you arrested right now you can't sit in here and lie to me if you don't admit what you did I'm gonna make sure you suffer for this and I'm just like 
yo, what the hell type of, like, who, yeah. in what country does a DA get to do something like that? And what, I shouldn't say what country, there's a lot of fucked up countries in the world. And what supposedly first world democratic country yeah. does that fly, right? That was probably the biggest thing for me. So then after that, yeah, I, I, con- I had contacted Alfred, gotcha. got the lawyer, and that's when he was like, yeah, man, we can, we can fight this, but it's going to be a more expensive battle than if we... He's like, I'm not going to charge you a lot. We'll just settle it. Gotcha. So um, he talks to the prosecutor. He gets in contact with the Japanese guy. That guy's a dickhead, too, because uh, he tried to tell him. He's like, uh, of course, he's like, first, I have, to, I have to approach with an offer first. So I was like, I don't know. Um, I've got like $500 in my bank account right now. Tell him I'll give him that. So he says that. And his exact words, quoting the guy, was, um, I want 3000 He can go to hell or rot in jail for all I care. And then I was like, "Wow, I can maybe get fifteen hundred, two thousand in a month." And then he was like, "No, three thousand. And the prosecutor was basically like, "And my lawyer is also trying to tell the prosecutor, like, yeah, my client only has but so much money. I don't think it'll be possible for him to raise that much money that fast." And um, he was like, uh, "Sorry, I just lost my train of thought for a second. No, no worries. Yeah, so he he uh, he, he talked to the pros, and the prosecutor just was like. Hey man, you you do what the guy says, or I'm gonna arrest your boy. <laughs> like, this is just so. It's like everyone's just like the guy's being a dick. The prosecutor's backing him up for being a dick because he's a dick. <clears throat> so my lawyer, eventually, he manages to work out like a, a payment plan. He's like, all right, you can pay him a thousand dollars this month, a thousand dollars next month, five hundred dollars the month after that, five hundred dollars the month after that, and then you can begin paying me off. So I'm actually still in the process of. I just wrapped that up, right? And um, so, yeah, he, he did, thanks to that, you know, I was able to, uh, I started, I got my uh, GoFundMe started for me by my brothers. Gotcha. And um, raised enough money over the course of about like a month or two. Um, that in the meantime, with my own money, I could start paying it off and then was able to replenish my funds. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much how it ended up. Wow. And then um, I don't have a record, I think. I mean, I'm sure they have a file somewhere, but... Um, I just try to stay pretty like low key now, which is it's it's really interesting, especially doing like the music stuff and um, even being involved with some musicians that are getting a, like a lot more attention now, like Toji and people like that. Uh, it's kind of interesting being slowly creeping more into like a spotlight, but also like trying to trying. hide. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. <you> know? <laughs> yeah, and and I guess yeah, keep a tight tighter circle, maybe. You know? That's definitely something that's happened. Like, yeah, you, you can't. I think you come out here and you think uh, every other f- person's your friend because they're a foreigner, especially yeah. if they're black too. And exactly. You're black, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like nah, there's there's dumbasses everywhere. You know, yeah. you can be there's cool Takashi six nines everywhere. There's exactly yeah, Takashi yeah, yeah. six nines everywhere. Yeah, man. man. He told them I was a member of Treyway and they came to my <laughs> crib, dude. <laughs> so, so you know, basically for our listeners, you know, like uh. Have you guys ever seen like a drunk Japanese dude? Maybe hmm. raising hell, you know, and everything, making all kinds of noises. And you'll notice how the Japanese will go out of their way to avoid this guy. Mm-hmm. Because, and uh, so I was talking with my wife about it a while back. And it was because of the fact that in Japan they take assault seriously. It's not even like I wouldn't even call it serious. It's just that they have this weird culture around, like, it's always the person. It's always uh, how do I even explain it? Let's say it's always the uh, attacker's fault. fault. Yeah, but I, you, that, you it sounds like it should always be the attacker's fault. Yeah, right? yeah that's yeah, what I'm trying yeah. to give a better way to yeah. say that. Uh, um, I mean, basically, you know, like when we were, you know, I was talking with my wife. She said Japanese understand that if this guy. Um, if he's not backing him in a corner, you know, uh, or ready to attack him or something like that, Japanese avoid him because they know if they push him or something like that, that they will end up paying. And I, I've seen instances where Japanese go out of their way. to. Now, don't get me wrong. They have crime over here. They have fights. I used to bounce at a nightclub back in the day, and uh, I used to see some guys throwing hands and stuff. But, you know, usually what goes on in a club stays in a club, you know, unless somebody gets like you know fucked up or something like that but uh in this country yeah if you could walk away from a fight or any type of incident you know 
uh, do so because if you, like in the States, you might, you know, a guy might talk shit to you, might run up on you, you might clock him, and boom, maybe you could work that out and say, hey, he walked up on me because, you know, our culture is different, right? But over here, if a guy walks up on you, if he's not throwing punches at you or anything, get the fuck out of his way because if you did do it or you felt threatened and you, you pushed him or whatever, um, they're going to look at who threw the first punch. And, uh, you know, assault laws are probably the same in the States, but they give benefit to the doubts. But over here, they don't, mm-hmm. period. Yeah. Uh, it's know. also there's not really a, I don't think there's really a concept of self-defense. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's There's this culture of suing for responsibility and of no self-defense. So what I've realized is that's outside of Japan, too. It's in, like, uh, most Asian countries, Korea, China, and stuff, too, is that um, we're just from like, talking to people, of course, right? And it happens from, on Japanese to Japanese, too. Absolutely, like if, yeah. Let's say uh, if someone threatens you, you know, grabs you, pushes you, and then you swing on them, or even if they swing on you first and you just happen to swing harder and lock them out or something— Whoever did the most damage is the one who's going to have to take responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in America, we might, some dude might try to put his hands on you. You can judo flip him and break his arm. And they're going to be like, yeah. hey, man, self-defense, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. not here, right? Now, yeah. I, I'm not a legal expert over here, but usually, and I will say this to foreigners, usually you're going to get the worst end of the sick, yeah. you know. But, you know, all in all, it's a pretty safe place, you know what I'm saying? It's just that they take that shit seriously. I've heard of one case where a foreigner... Um, didn't well he got the benefit of the doubt and yeah i was uh he got jumped by 10 people and then even then at first police were still trying to kind of but then like a, a lot of people had seen it apparently right they were all like hey that guy well it was a black guy They're like he was defending himself and the police made like the, the people made an uproar so then the police had to be like all right fine Oh, yeah, witnesses are very important here, yeah. too, yeah. Because so, you, you, in your case, you guys didn't have any witnesses to corroborate your story, right? Well, it got weird because they, well, we had a few witnesses, right? Like, I told them, you can call this person, you can call this person, and this person. They were all there. They just didn't call any of them. And then, I guess, mm. when the people who had stayed after I left and who um, had gotten asked what happened when idiot number one slapped the guy, yeah, uh, they, in trying to defend him, just said i didn't see anything at all mm. so the police from that point onward was like no one saw anything we're except for the japanese guy and his people so we're just going to go off what they said when you come to japan don't think like an american don't think about our american system working over here because the shit just don't yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know the way i like to think about it is like don't try to fight against the system yeah you don't necessarily have to be a part of the system or play by its rules but you don't fight against it you try to flow between it you know yeah absolutely and any uh before we get out of here is anything else like in hindsight that you would want to um just let the people let people know there's there's like a you know there's a big culture around drinking out here and like really when i say like a big thing i think it's like actually a problem like alcoholism is rampant across this country but it's kind of masked as a normal thing right Everybody is really used to, you know, oh, um, after work, grab a strong zero with the boys or whatever, you know. You see salarymen walking around with them all the time. Yeah. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's a lot of drunk people. It's a lot of things in this culture telling you it's okay to just, you know, be get drunk and belligerent and stuff. Uh, it's like, you know, just because you came out here doesn't mean you have to do that. You should you should chill out. You should, you know, keep up your hobbies. Your If you do sports or something like that, find it. If you play ball, there's there's parks. If Maybe they're not everywhere. You don't see them everywhere. But there's somewhere, right? Find them, you know, find your circle, find your hobby, stay involved in your stuff. Don't just sink into like that uh, that street drinking and all that. Just because it's legal here doesn't mean you should be doing it all the time because it just leads to like bad decisions in the end, I think. Yeah. I mean, o- over here, it, it's, it's nothing surprising. It, it doesn't surprise us or it's, you know, something you shouldn't be surprised about if you visit Japan mm-hmm. and you're in the Tokyo area and people are drinking, drunk, being loud. For the most part, I'd say, based on my experience of seeing it hundreds of thousands of times, drunk, yeah. loud guys, normally they wouldn't hurt a flea, you know. But, you know, yours was kind of like an exception to the rule where he walked up to the girl to grab something or something oh, like that. He wasn't that. even drunk, though, I think. He was, he was just trying to mess yeah. with us. Yeah. I think he was doing, it's, you know, he's trying to pull a soggy. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He's just trying to like scam somebody scam, out of some money. Scam artists and shit. Oh yeah, they have those. They do that, yeah. 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 So that's the other thing. Yeah, <clears throat> look out for 
there are people who are literally go around trying to antagonize foreigners into fighting them because they know that they're more likely to do it and just so they can sue them yeah. and get money out of it. And they will win. Mm-hmm. Most they know win. of the time, yes. Mm-hmm. 99% of the time, just like your 99% conviction, conviction rate. rate. Unless you're a rapist. And you're Japanese. And then, yeah. <laughs> what if you're Japanese rapist? And that's why I called it extortion originally, too, man, because yeah. it's essentially like these guys are essentially working hand in hand with the prosecutor, right? It's because they, they, the prosecutor knows they're going to get their money. They're going to get their money. Again, you yeah. know, n- not to knock the country, I think it's one of the safest countries in the world, but a 99% conviction rate, I'm sorry. Uh, that doesn't come with what goes on behind those closed doors in those interrogation rooms probably ain't nice. Yep. There's no way you have a 99% clean conviction rate. <laughs> right. It's literally right. impossible. Yeah. Absolutely, you know. All right. All right. We appreciate you for sharing that yeah, story, yeah, Ocean. Yeah. Thank you. So, Sorry I dragged it on a bit. No, 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 no. This is just a conversation, man. Yeah, this ain't CNN and nothing. And, and yeah, we, you know, we appreciate story. you great sharing story. it. Yeah. You know, and great like a story say, in the sense that, it, you know, it, you can learn from it. Not, not, yeah. not that is. And, and, you know, no, I talk I, to I, young I cats over here, too, yeah. that, that like to go to clubs and get rowdy and stuff, this, that, and the other. I say, hey, man, look. You fuck around and you drop a Japanese because you drunk, you ride. This ain't the States. You will be prosecuted. I was like, here's the secret, right? If you do it, just don't get caught and run. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and it's difficult. But don't do it. It's difficult not to get caught because, yeah. you know, this place got cameras every yeah. fucking where. And they'll you, you look unique. There's like, what, 0.01% of us in yeah. the yeah. population? It's yeah. like you trying to run away and hide is like, especially, let's say you're a black dude or a white dude, you are easy to fucking describe. Yep, exactly. Anyway, all right. appreciate um, having your brother. Oh, no problem. Anytime. Nice seeing you yes. again. Yes, yes, yes. So that's it from Tokyo, Raw Urban Mobile Podcast. Oh, let me do a quick shout-out real quick. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah do a quick shout-out, man. Shout so shout-outs, you know, of course, Stefan Yoshiki, Jamie, Grip King Jamie, Calamis Yes, other dosing boys. We just put out a project, Dreaming of Screaming, first collaborative trap metal EP. Dope. Check it out if you get the chance. Had to plug that in there. Dope. <laughs> no problem. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Roar Urban Mobile Podcast. For more episodes, please visit rump.podbean.com. Or you can head straight to Google and type in Roar Urban Mobile Podcast. You can also listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you can stream or download podcasts.